0: I'm not going to lie here. I've thought about it. I've watched Nick Herbig just like you have and wondered if maybe he shouldn't be the starter ahead of Alex Highsmith. Now, I don't take that seriously, but I've at least thought about it. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of penguins and pirates in the same place. That you found this. Look, the kid's been really good. Uh, he's been dynamic, bordering on electric. He's got moves. He's got strength. He's got a closing ability that, if we're being honest here, looks uncommon for an edge rusher, except for the fact that the Steelers already have the best one of those. But the fact is, the fact, Herbig is behind Highsmith and, of course, behind T.J. Watt. And that's as it should be, meaning Herbig behind Highsmith. Highsmith's gotten it done at the highest, biggest level. Highsmith just got paid. Highsmith's got a lot of things that Herbig doesn't right now. So I'm not trying to stir up something that isn't there. I'm just acknowledging that I thought about it. And what I was most interested in finding out from Herbig in a really good conversation he and I had in Atlanta the other night is what he's thinking about the preseason that he had. What is he thinking when he sees himself out on the field with Watt, who he acknowledges, especially having been at Wisconsin, was his idol in every way? Really, really good talk. I'm going to play some of it for you here. Shout out from TJ over there when we're
1: talking. He's like, there goes the big guy. That's <laughs> nah, not like nah, that. Is that sunk in yet? I mean, not really. You know, that's somebody I've looked up to my whole career. Yeah. Just not getting a chance to play with him and learn from him, uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, I can't really explain it. Um, but he's like a brother to me. Uh, and I just I love being out there with him every chance I get. I, I pick his brain every single chance I get. Yeah, I would too, right? Yeah. When you see him, he gets in, He gets close to the first time, and you're like, okay. No, I knew he was getting. You a know what I'm saying? I knew it. I knew it. I could just tell by the look in his face. I knew he was gonna get a sack for sure. When you see
0: it, through your head? I mean, it's your teammate now. It's different.
1: I'm just like he a different beast, man. You just look at him, you can tell why he's he's the best in the game. You can tell why he does what he does on Sundays, because the way he prepares, the way he, he what he does when the lights are off. You know, when nobody's looking, when nobody's watching, um, he's always doing something, working on something. And I've just kind of been in his hip pocket, just following him around every every little thing he does. I'm Trying to mimic him and be like that. Just feel like
0: for you, just to,
1: to achieve what you have in this preseason. Um, I mean, it's just the preseason, you know, um, and I just. I think it's just good momentum to build off of um, going into the season. I mean, I'm really uh, my main focus is on special teams, you know, trying to uh, make sure I'm I'm my technique, my form, my, everything's good on special teams. Uh, Cause that's gonna be my uh, big role for me this year. Um, so I'm trying to uh, perfect my craft in that.
0: Okay, so there's false humility, and then there's real humility. And what you just heard, to the best of my ability to discern such stuff, is the real thing. That kid is just mind-blown that he's in a room with TJ, let alone TJ giving him impromptu shout-outs. I'm actually talking to TJ. This is a few minutes earlier than what you just heard. And... Behind me, Herbig's walking and TJ interrupts to say, there goes Nick Herbig, everybody. And he's just having fun with him, you know? But the kid's just like, uh-huh. Yes, sir. It's me, Nick Herbig. <laughs> I love this relationship, okay? But I love even more that this young man can come in and perform as he has and not get his head swelled. Not wonder if he's going to be getting this many snaps or that many snaps. You heard his response when I asked him about what he had achieved as a member of this defense in the preseason. He changed the subject entirely. He wanted to talk about special teams. Okay, great, because guess what? He's also been really, really good at that. He was the one who set the little chip block after a really long, hard run back to spring Calvin Austin for that 21-yard punt return the other night. That's good stuff. That might not get a lot of attention here on the outside. But believe you me, everybody on the inside notices that, appreciates it, and makes it known. Doesn't mean he'd have to go along with it. He might say, yeah, but what about my sack? Look at me, I'm awesome. Not doing any of that. He's... Grounded, while at the same time, I get the sense, aware of what he can contribute to this football team over time. The only thing I have to add to this is that I'm hoping that Terrell Austin, and of course, by extension, Mike Tomlin, will go along with a plan that gets all four not two, not three, all four outside linebackers into this mix. Because Marcus Golden's also been very good. And unfortunately for Marcus, he's done it in a camp slash preseason where a fourth-round rookie's come along and stolen everybody's thunder. But he's been very, very good. And the person who'd be most in favor of this would be number 90 himself. TJ's told me that, and he doesn't apologize for it. He said the more we rotate, the more Alex and I are able to come out, the more we're able to channel our energy, our fire, our emotions, our everything into, let's say, 60 snaps as opposed to 80, or 55 instead of 75. You follow me here? I can't speak as much uh, for Highsmith on this count, but this is something that TJ and I have talked a lot about, that he believes very strongly in his motor, but he believes that his motor has to operate at X level in order for him to achieve X results. And if he doesn't have that, it's not going to be the same. And if you think about the nature of what it is that he does, it's all about splash, splash. Yeah, you want to be consistent when you're out there. Yeah, you want to set the edge on the run and everything else here. But you've got to generate splash to be the best version of TJ Watt, the one that makes the Steelers win every game he plays and conversely lose every game that he doesn't play. That's TJ. He makes that. Okay. Nobody, nobody, nobody is happier to see Nick Herbig in this fold than T.J. Watt. And that alone is tremendous. When we come back, J1Q. Luxembourg, Garbett Kelly, and George. LGKG is a personal injury law firm in Western Pennsylvania that represents people hurt in car accidents or who need help with workers' comp or medical malpractice. When the attorneys at LGKG make you a promise... They keep it. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG's been AV-rated, the highest rating a law firm can receive, and they've been designated super lawyers. That's actually a thing for over 15 years. It's a rare combination. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them by visiting LGKG.com or by calling 888 842 5454-LGKG. Today's J1Q comes from Pat, who says, So DK with Kevin Dotson traded. Does this mean that Kendrick Green makes the 53-man roster? My goodness, everything comes down to Kendrick Green, doesn't it? Kendrick Green has become everyone's favorite subject, no matter what you bring up. Well, I'm going to answer that two different ways, but first, for anybody who didn't hear, last night the Steelers traded Dotson to the Rams for two exchanges of draft picks. One in 2024, one in 2025. They're not a big deal. They flip fourth and fifth round, and then they flip fifth and sixth round The Steelers moving up around in each of those years. More than I thought they'd get for Dotson, but hey. First answer is, I'm really not sure, because I believe that you've got to have a minimum of eight offensive linemen on the 53, but there's also a possibility that they'll carry nine. One of the things that made Dotson expendable was that he could only play guard. Spencer Anderson, the seventh-round rookie in the fold right now, is playing everywhere, including center, and you can never have too many guys who are capable of snapping the football. Nate herbig Nick's older brother is a awkward kind of question mark right now because he's had this shoulder injury that's been bugging him for two three weeks now and he hasn't been able to play in the past couple of preseason games and we'll see what ends up happening with him uh, I do know that the Steelers want to keep him but I also know that they don't have to do it through the 53. My second answer on this is that Green is a terrible NFL center. He's not bad. He's not very bad. He's terrible. And it's entirely plausible that he was miscast in this role from the very beginning, just as he was miscast. This goes directly to Tomlin as some sort of immediate magical replacement for Marquise Pouncey, even inheriting his number. But, but, Green had himself a pretty solid performance the other night. He was the one who took Dotson's place with the first-team offense. He was the one who was out there at left guard getting a lot done, fitting in with the first-team offense, and trusted not only to block for Kenny Pickett, but also to make some significant blocks in the running game. And he did. He did. The film shows it. It's not just that he was part of something in which he just kind of fit in. He was good at this one specific thing. So if you have a guy who can play the guard positions, and he's played both, and can in an emergency, meaning I guess the end of the world, be called upon to snap the football, yeah, he's going to have a chance. But... I, I feel like saying this one more time, even if you're all going to get annoyed at it. I know why everybody's asking about Green. You can't hide it from me, people. I know what's going on here. You fell for this this fantasy thing about him being a fullback, and everyone loved the narrative, and they won't let it go. It, it ain't happening, okay? If Green makes this roster, and I just laid out how he can and maybe should... It won't have anything to do with a three-day gimmick that set the world on fire in St. Vincent College. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll have another one of these tomorrow.